In 2016, Ryan and I started StellyHunter.com. Well, flash forward six years, StellyHunter.com has a new home, a new format, and we have everything together in one place. And we are about to launch this website officially to you and to everybody out there in the stratosphere. And we're doing the biggest giveaway we have ever done. It's called the Stealthy September's Here Giveaway. And I'm not even going to go into it here, but if you go to StealthyHunter.com right now, for every dollar you spend, you're going to get an, one entry to get into this amazing giveaway. So it goes through the month of August. We want you to be a part of it. Go to StealthyHunter.com. This is the time to get ready for elk season. It's coming quick. StealthyHunter.com. Welcome to Hunt Harvest Health the podcast with your host, Ryan Lampers, a.k.a. The Stealthy Hunter. Howdy. And myself, Dr. Hillary Lampers where we share our love for ancestral living and the health topics of the modern age. You can follow us at huntharvesthealth.com, Instagram, and Facebook for more podcasts, recipes, and stories. All right, let's do this. All right, everybody, welcome back to the HHH Hunt Harvest Health Podcast. This is Doc Hillary. And Ryan is with me today, which is always I'm a here <laughs> for once. Yeah, for once, and not for long. One more week, you'll be gone. <laughs> a special <laughs> yeah. hunt that you guys are going to be doing this fall. But hunt uh, season is here, folks. It's finally it here. It is finally. Jeez, I feel like it's always here. But okay, <laughs> uh, same conversation, different day. Um, okay, this podcast today uh, is an interview that Brian Call from Gritty did with you and I after the third summit. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of the uh, last interview after all the camps and then all the Q&As. So if you go back, we have all three Q&As right before these, the, the podcast before this one. You can listen to those. Those are great podcasts. I've enjoyed listening back to them and being part of them in the past. It was awesome. Um, Gritty put this out on his channel already, but I felt it appropriate to put it out on ours because we have a very different platform as well from Gritty. And so mm -hmm. it's kind of short and sweet. It's not over the top. Yeah, it's pretty short, So, <clears throat> which is a rare thing for Brian Call, but um, we managed to pull it off. Yeah. Yeah, we were pretty tired. It was the last day of the last event. Yeah. So... This will give you. This gives you a little bit of deets on that. Um, the second thing is, is that tomorrow Gritty's putting out the the bear series from Spring Bear um, that you guys did. Yeah, this was a this was a very cool hunt. Uh, I think guys are really gonna enjoy this film. Uh, it's a three part series. We um, we spent some time in some really cool area with uh, Brady Miller from Go Hunt. And Pedro Ampuera, who resides over in Spain, and myself and Brian call. And um, we had some success and had a great time. Just a, we all meshed really well. It's just a fun hunt, and Brian captured it extremely well, as usual. So, um, yeah, the next three Sundays, starting tomorrow, we are all in on bear footage, bear films. Yeah, and so tomorrow is August 8th. Depending on when you're listening to this, August 8th, that's when the first one drops. So we figured, why not take <clears throat> total advantage of this situation and talk about our new website that has launched, <laughs> finally. It's yeah. been up for over a month now, but we've worked out the kinks and we're now officially launching it to our email list and to the public in general. And you came up with this great idea that maybe to get people over there and and uh, get people looking at it, we should do a giveaway. Which is something we don't do a whole lot yeah, of. Yeah, we don't but, really ever do giveaways. And we definitely don't ever do a giveaway. But if we're like going to do one, we might as well just <laughs> throw everything out there, right? Oh, my god! That's kind of what we did. So. Yeah, so a little context, you know, <clears throat> with the Western Hunting Summit, we are getting ready to launch that to mm -hmm. our returned folks um, and to our email list uh, very, very soon. Like within maybe a week. A week, yeah. Or two. Okay, so we started thinking, what if we did a giveaway and we gave somebody an entry to the Western Hunting Summit next year? Mm -hmm. And then we were like, 
you were like, hmm, what if we get Let's just throw the kitchen sink out there. Basically, with... everything that I use on a hunt. Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and give that to one person? Okay. But yeah, like Hill said, there's going to be... So whoever wins this, the one person that does win this, um, they get a spot to the 2023 Western Hunting Summit. Um, that's going to be a, a very fun event. Um, also, as far as gear goes, we are going to throw in a PSE Evo XF 33. That's their brand new bow from PSE. That's uh, the bow that I've been shooting this year. Um, shot it extensively before the summit and shot it through the summit. And um, that's going to be the bow that I'm shooting this year as well. Great bow. Um, and then uh, Stone Glacier. The same backpack that I've ran for years, the Sky Guide 7900. We're going to give that to that lucky person as well. Uh, the arrows and broadheads that I use are day six gear. And somebody's going to win a set of arrows and broadheads from day six. Uh, also throwing in a Vortex Rangefinder Razor HD 4000. Um, we're, we're also donating a $300 gift card to any products of your choosing in the Stealthy Hunter lineup Stealthy of supplements. Nutrition lineup, yeah. Stealthy Nutrition products, yep. It's all in the same place now, though, so it doesn't matter. You can go to both. Yep, I we're know. throwing in a Goat Knife Ibex Mini, which is a sweet blade, um, weighs like just over half an ounce. Um, yeah, if you're going to want this blade. If you are trying for the giveaway or not, everybody should grab one. It's, it's a sweet blade. Um, also go hunt a one-year membership to the go hunt insider, which I've been a part of since they started. It's a, just a great information spot where you can get, you know, a lot of Intel on tags and strategies for the season and, and whatnot. So, um, <clears throat> that's a big one. Also a one-year membership to outdoor class, um, which is where you've got guys like Corey Jacobson, Randy Newberg, Remy, they've already done classes on there. Um, I'm going to be doing a class on there as well. We're filming here shortly, as well as Brian Call <clears throat> and a bunch of others. Uh, also, the winner of this gets a set of Crispy Laponias, my favorite boot of all time. Yes. Um, not everybody may like these boots, but I love these boots. They're great. Also, uh, Peaks. Uh, is going to throw in a backcountry duo headlight. It's the light that we're using. Also, a set of Graxaw game bags. Um, so, it's a pretty full kit altogether. There's a lot of stuff there. Um, valued did it. Up, did you add up the value? It's like over 5500 bucks or something like that of value. So, it's a sweet um, prize package for sure. And going into elk season. It, September's here giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Stealthy September's here giveaway. Yeah. So all you have to do to be in this is you got to go to stealthyhunter.com. For every dollar you spend, you're going to get one entry. Yep. And then at the end of August, we are going to... You're also going to get extra entries for sharing this giveaway. Oh, yeah. So you want to share it, I think, on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Can you do it on Instagram too? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you share, you get more entries. And we're going to pick a lucky person uh, at the end of August and mm -hmm. give you all this stuff. That's it. All That's right. it. Let's get to well, this podcast. We appreciate y'all. Have a good week. Bye. All right, folks. Welcome to the Gritty Podcast. I am your host, Brian Call. And uh, I suppose this is also a stealthy podcast, a Hunt <laughs> Harvest Health podcast, as we are gathered here today with my dear friends, Ryan Lampers and Hillary Lampers. Hillary and Ryan Lampers. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. And it's alive the, and well. Yeah, it's the Barely end of, alive. It's the end of a, of a three-week uh, labor of love. Yes. We, we, you, you're, uh, you just finished the last Western Hunting Summit for this year. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I'd like to talk about that a little bit. That's what the subject of this podcast is going to be. You know, <clears throat> we were just joking before we turned the microphones on. This isn't really, there's easier ways to make money. There's something else going on here. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. I think that's something I want to want to dive into. I'm going to fix your microphone here. 
Yeah. Ryan, it's a little wonky. I know. It doesn't want to play nice. Okay. It's oh, my it keeps rolling over. I've on had here. that thing since 2015. <laughs> you, you've got an old one there. I thought it was on my head, but <laughs> got it. All right. So let's talk about this camp. What is the Western Hunting Summit? Put a def- definition on it. Western Hunting Summit is four days for everyone. Um, of I'd say a little bit of education mixed with some entertainment challenge. Um, and Mount, fun. Mountain time. Mountain time. Yeah. A little bit of all those things. You know, as it's evolved, we've been doing this for quite a few years now. And every year it changes a little bit. We try to make it for the better. Um, you know, in the beginning it was like, let's cut this learning curve and just straight education, you know. Yeah. So we were doing a lot of chair time and presenters. And we still do that. But we also try to do more on the mountain like these last three events this year we spent two days on the mountain basically um doing things that we kind of do when we're actually hunting we're camping on the mountain um we're getting to know each other a lot better on the long hike up long hike down so we ended up doing what about 14 miles or so with the group I didn't, something like that i didn't hike 14 yeah. miles I was seven in miles each way or yeah. away with a day. lot of shots um so, yeah, we've yeah. got a little bit of 3D shooting. We've got a lot of education from learning how to shoot a bow better to, you know, spot and stock mule deer hunting to elk calling. Each summit has kind of its own unique um, aspects to it. Right. So, yeah, I think um, that's what it's evolved into. And somehow we find ourselves on this amazing ranch, 22,000-acre <laughs> uh, ranch, where we have freedom to stomp up the mountain wherever we want. Um, spend time on the mountain, no regulations with the state <laughs> telling me yay or nay on camping. I, yeah. It's great. And, uh, yeah, we saw some great bucks. Um, took a group out last or yesterday morning early and, uh, gosh, we grabbed 11 different bucks that morning, two studs and then came back. The guys that didn't want to get up that early, you know, hanging out by the fire and drinking coffee and, and grabbing breakfast. So that's kind of where it's, what it's evolved into. Education, classroom time, and just a great overall community of people. Because mm-hmm. one thing that really surprised us when we started doing this is mm-hmm. how many dang folks repeat and come back. Never in a million years did we think we'd get that many folks coming back. And this year, gosh, for the Mule Deer Summit, I feel like there was a dozen different gentlemen out there that had been there before yeah whether once or three or four times and then um the last event nine folks came back and then this most recent event um a lot of familiar faces and this most recent one it was familiar faces but with their kids this time yeah so it was cool and you saw today at the end i asked everybody like who wants to come back next year Everybody raised their hand today. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, everybody's like, we're coming back. <laughs> and, you know, it's really exciting on the last day because it's kind of like a big kumbaya love fest and everybody's just super excited for the weekend they've had and they've learned so much. And not just learning, but like being in the presence of so many really amazing people. And when I say that, I don't say like me and Ryan. I mean, like everybody that comes to these is like a stellar human being. Yeah. And you just come to um that i think community becomes kind of the key word of the entire event and i i do one talk at these summits on health i don't talk about much else but (laughs) um and this after having done two weekends before this and having this be the third weekend i thought what am i going to talk about you know because i kind of talk off the cuff i don't really Mm -hmm. ever have a plan and I kind of scope out the the group that we have because each group is very different. And this weekend, it was like, what am I going to talk about? And it really just came to me of what I've gained through the years of doing this and just the last two summits. It's like, what is a really important aspect in somebody's health? Mm-hmm. And it's, I've come to realize that a really important aspect is community. And that's what people are missing. And whether it's through your church, a neighborhood, um, an event like this is, is that if you have community and you have people in your life that can back you up and that, you know, um, have the same likeness as you and they, they respect the same things and they have maybe the same ethics and moral, moral values that you have, you know, that actually makes you healthier because Mm -hmm. it, it, 
it gives you some peace of mind. And so um, I really, I think I've been really encouraged by that word, especially this year. Um, mm-hmm. These all-inclusive events are crazy to put on. And yeah. they're like... The they food s- alone. So that's my job. So <laughs> I unfortunately do not get the great job of hiking <laughs> people up the mountain, staying on right. the camping. And I'm like either driving a side-by-side up and down, taking food, drinks, passing out sandwiches, picking up people that can't walk, getting, you know, or, you know, bringing people off the mountain that yeah, can't stay yeah. there. And I'm I'm working with my staff in the but kitchen. But it was like a well-oiled machine. Well, you know, you, know, you guys really hit, nailed it. The I'm, right I'm glad people. glad it looks like that. The, well, <laughs> from the outside, I'm just enjoying the shoot, which I will say this. People pay a lot of good money. Mm-hmm. to go to a total archery challenge event mm-hmm. yeah. or like the Northwest mountain challenge or some of these, these events, which are great. But this, this course that you put together lampers is on par with any shoot that I've done at a total archery challenge. It pushes you. It challenges you. It brought to light a lot of mis- problems I have in my game right now that I need to <laughs> iron out. And that's the whole point, right? Yeah. Uh, to, prepare people and i heard that from um a lot of the you know like you the better shooters even you know you have to kind of like toe the line like is it is it for just kids or middle of the road guys that are just somewhat started and and then guys that can shoot really well and everybody got challenged with this one which is always the the mm-hmm. you know the hope that we do do it that way and yeah it's got realistic shots you know with the angles and the threading the needle type shots and you know, tiptoe over, looking over grass type shots and, um, yeah, try to make it as realistic as possible. Honest. Different ranges. We had weather, we had wind, we had rain at times. Um, yeah, like hurricane, monsoon, And it really tests heat. your process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you can hit each of these targets, you're, 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 you're among the top and you are ready for you, you should be able to really capitalize on a on a archery hunt. You really, you really. Most guys that get out there and get after it, they're going to get in those ranges and those type of opportunities. If you can capitalize on that opportunity mm-hmm. when it comes, you might get one. But if you're that, if you're that guy who's making it on all of these, mm-hmm. you're gonna, you're gonna. It's just such a confidence booster. You, you're gonna do it in the wilds. Yeah. Well, absolutely. it's fun. It's interesting being down at the house. This is where we eat. We would eat meals cooking and mm-hmm. my team was cooking and stuff and you guys would leave and stay the night up there and come back the next day and it was just really interesting to see everybody on the night after they've hiked these two days they've shot all these shots and everybody just has a real glow about them everybody's really tired or you got soaked or you got sunburned or whatever you know you got ishmael like i couldn't even see off those <laughs> targets i'm too short i don't know who set up those targets, you know but everybody was like glowing mm-hmm. and just just looked relaxed you know that's another thing yeah. i see it in myself you know being in the world and your job and your stress and all that and you come out here and it's like it takes a day or so mm-hmm. it takes two days for some people mm-hmm. but by that third day it's like everybody's worked hard they've been in groups they've gotten to know people in their group you know there's been a lot of like i said kumbaya love fest mm-hmm. going on everybody really supporting each other and just everybody's kind of glowing and relaxed and nobody's on their phone. We don't have any internet service. So mm-hmm. it just, um, well, it what just I've noticed, like the, the shared suffering thing, it's so cliche, right? <laughs> so cliche. Yeah. It's it true, all the time. But, um, we picked it up when we did train to hunt, mm-hmm. you know, when you got a big group of people, like minded people and you're doing these hard things in the end, it can, it can suck. You like bond. sometimes at the core, on the course, you're like, is there oxytocin or something being released yeah, here? All this oxytocin, oxytocin. for bonding. Yeah. yeah we're all bonding to it. Cause yeah. everybody's tired. And like you said, sunburn and they're just fatigued mm-hmm. and yet they still got to make those shots. Everybody comes everybody down with a smile the on their face. Like even Paley and she brought a friend and they were in the last group on that first weekend. Mm-hmm. And you guys were on the Ridge up there when Reese even told me I was driving up there and Reese said, this is where the rainstorm hit us. <laughs> yeah. You were right here. I was soaked to the bone. And you know, 
even the kids, they didn't complain. Yeah. That weekend, the people that were not used to that, they got up there. I mean, I was driving up, making sure people were okay. I mean, people were drenched and everyone was like, we're fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I thought it's just nobody wants to bag out either. And if you have to bag out, you know, we had a kid yesterday who hiked almost the whole thing, but he came from out, he came from like sea level Mm -hmm. and straight and was hiking up 6,000 feet and he was tired. And he didn't want to get in the vehicle. His dad was like, you need to go. Because he was probably having a little altitude sickness. He was bummed that he... And he was like, I don't want to go. And we were all like, you just hiked like for six miles or something in the heat, in this Mm -hmm. altitude. You have done amazing. Everybody in the group was just giving him encouragement. And he was like, okay, I'll get in. And he got in and we got to camp and I gave him some jobs to do. Let him relax a little bit. Gave him a job to do. So he felt... And he was fine. Yeah. And then he was just like, every everybody in the community was being so supportive of him. All the other kids were super supportive of each other by the end of the weekend. Well, let's say we had some older gentlemen at this. We did. And they're stubborn too. Inspiring. Grandfathers they, yeah. bringing their grandsons yeah. out, wanting them to get more into this lifestyle, the hunting thing. And, uh, I mean, let alone the kids were in, like super impressive. Like just <laughs> how they shot, how they stuck with it, how they shot from the beginning to where they shot yesterday at the end. Yeah. These kids were like a whole new shooters by the end of it, right? Working with Joel, working all 40 targets. Um, yeah, and he's 75-year-old right. gentleman, Marvin. Right. 72 years old, and Arnold. And they they stomped that whole thing out. I was impressed. I Marvin shot. would not get in. He was like, I'm walking this and I'm doing it my own pace. I said, yeah. okay. And then that last time I went by him, I said, this is your last chance, Marvin. He said, nope. I'm good, and he did it. And yeah. it's like, hey, okay, you know, he's a grown man. You can I, do it. I love it. Go I, for it. This, um, you know, when we were up there last night on the mountain, and we all got to, we all came in from the shoot, made it to our destination, set up our teepees, got a fire going, and you know, the whole camp gathers around the fire. There's a little bit of s'mores. The kids are diving in to the chocolate and the marshmallows. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, I never uh, saw any of those. I didn't either. Oh, they were there. Gone. I think Damn. Cal was eating like fist loads of graham crackers. <laughs> and uh, and we got to visit with new and old friends. Mm-hmm. And, and you hang out there after the whole thing's over. And then you have a movie night up there on the mountain. Like that's... How cool is that? that it has different. a feel yeah. like an ambiance, right? Like because when we hike into remote places, you don't feel like you could watch a movie out there on a big screen, <laughs> but you've managed it. I get a lot of people like loving that part. Like we got to watch a video that they hadn't seen before on the mountain. Um, somehow, some way we managed this projection thing that, that worked out perfect. Uh, fortunately we didn't have like gale force winds or anything right. like that. It could have yeah. changed it, but worked out great. Um, I think that was a pretty cool night. I think it's night. great. And the next morning, got up real early and I got to sit down with Brian Barney mm-hmm. and Sam Davis and have a podcast in the wee hours in the early morning, quiet, still. And, uh, we just got deep into hunting yeah. and lives and stuff. And I want to say like the people you've brought along as speakers and presenters, you've gathered quite a group of, of experienced people to come and present some of the best in this space as far as especially teaching, but some are just hyper accomplished hunters, but they're also good men, good women, just cool people. And so tell me about the presenters, go through the list. Sure. So we've got our core who've been with us from the beginning, um, you know, between me and Hill and Mark and Amy Livesey's. Um, they've been with us through the start. Can't say enough good things about those two and that family, um, overall. We've got, uh, Corey Tinglestad and his wife, Kim, huge help. He's, uh, our backcountry medical guy. Mm-hmm. He goes through all the discussions. Love hearing his education when it comes to that. Super valuable. He's a hunter. He's an ER doctor. He's got a lot of experience. So it's always good. I always had Corey in my shooting group for some reason, which was great. In case something happened. <laughs> the two yeah. introverts like, who don't so like to hang out with people in the last group. It's a bad mix. End. You know, in case there's somebody snake bit or something. <laughs> right. Get them off the hill. But, um, you know, and then just throughout all the summits, gosh, there's so many Brian guys. Barney. I hope I don't forget any of them. But yeah, of course, Barney has been to every single one. Yep. Um, you can't say enough good things about Barney 
as far as him as a hunter, mm-hmm. him as a speaker. I wish I had those skills. Yeah. Um, educator, hard worker, Mr. Positivity. Good positive, yeah. Um, he's like Charlie Hustle, man. The guy's just like, how do you not like Barney? Um, and then, gosh, who did we have for meal there this year? We had Travis. Travis Nowatney, Brady Miller, Tony Robbie Treach. Denning, Tony Treach. It was a stacked lineup for Mule Deer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool to get all those guys together. Dave Baronio was at that one, mm-hmm. one of our favorite people in the world. Yeah. Another guy who's always positive. You can't walk away from Dave not smiling and feeling better <laughs> about yourself. I know. He just makes you feel better. Um, and then going back to Elk, you know, we had um, the Phelps guys. We had Cody Wilson, who's been with us a couple times. Uh, Jason Phelps was at this one. Joel Turner is at, at all events. Can't forget Joel. The guy is uh, a wizard with his educating, um, how he teaches these these kids and all of us to shoot better. Yeah, he's it's taking amazing. some people like Dave Brinker who thought they just had to hang up the bow for life, right? And brought them back from the brink and right, said, right. And now they're 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 shooting bows again without target panic and just in control. Yeah, and, it's and unreal what he brings to it. Yeah. Now. He's educating and then he's fishing. Like we got to try to keep Joel <laughs> and he's off the like river. bathing in the river. Like <laughs> I look like out the window and Joel's plunges. walking around in his shorts. So is Mike Mutzel. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cold plunging going on with this group. Yeah. Um, and then who else? Uh, this re- most recent one, a new addition was Sam Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd reached out to Sam because, you know, I've, I've followed what he's done and I'm so impressed with how the man hunts, mm-hmm. his accomplishments. He's significantly younger than us was 10 he years looks seven. he looks like he's he 11 like 25 he's and yet he's 37 yeah. yeah um a mountain of a man right there but <laughs> yeah he's uh it's like four Dave Veronio <laughs> next to each other they like my wife was not hating having some of these men in camp <laughs> to look at um, well you know what's you know what's amazing about having a good looking man <laughs> that's also a stellar human being yeah like it's just a awesome mix now but i was thinking about dave and sam and barney mm-hmm. like when ryan talks about positivity yeah um i mean everybody here has been positive we don't want to say nobody is not positive everybody is but there's a level of positivity in some people like i don't have that level of exuberance positivity. Mm-hmm. it's probably like you too you have that exuberance i don't really have that exuberance <laughs> i'm probably more on the like pessimistic side most of the time but like if you got Baronio, Sam Davis, mm-hmm. and Brian Barney in a room together, you will be gushing with love and positivity, <laughs> like nonstop. Not only because they look great, but because, I mean, they are just... Phelps is kind of like that too, huh? Yeah, like, they're just so like, you just feel so happy when they talk. Yeah. And, you know, Sam has not been to one. I think Sam felt, um, so he talked around the fire mm-hmm. the other night yeah. and... That was um, a great. I love, and he was I like at there. the end, he was trying not to cry because he loves bow hunting mm-hmm. so much. And then he started crying and it was like, I think he feels like he didn't deserve to be up there. I think he came in like, oh my God, Ryan Lampers called me. Ryan Lampers wants me to talk. Ryan Lampers, you know, he's looking up to Ryan like Ryan's a god. And then you hear Sam talk about his hunting career and I'm like, He's like got a parallel life to right, Ryan. Right. He's just younger than us, but he's put his time in. He he's a family man. He just loves his wife. He's very extroverted, yeah. like you are, and um, he loves his daughter. And he's so positive. Mm-hmm. And you know, to see a man like that up there crying about you know how he loves this lifestyle. Well, that was just like I had several guys after Sam's discussion. Like mm-hmm. it, they'd be walking by and like passionate that was the word that they just kept saying yeah. you can just yeah. tell when he talked that he just absolutely with every fiber Authenticity of his being is, he loves yeah how hard he's worked has gotten him to this point and obviously you can see it through all the success that he's had i mean he the man crushes it he, we talked about that he he and brian barney and we talked about family too because mm-hmm. what 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 struck us all was there's a lot of people here, a lot of talented guys that come up here and have accomplished a lot in the mountains, but it's more than that. They're accomplished at home in their entrepreneurship or, or their job or their career path. Their families are successful as well. Nobody's perfect, but they're all striving in a certain way. And they are successful across many domains, 
they're not just successful in one part. They're not just a good hunter. There are a lot of other things. And Brian Barney brought up the point and Sam seconded it. Like, that's true, but, you know, part of it was, you know, when, when you become a, when you strive to become a good hunter, often that makes you a better man because you're willing to, to have patience, wait for that right opportunity, delay gratification, suffer, grind, even though it's difficult, all those things that you do to be successful there, all the preparation, the hard work, the practice, the honing of your skills there, those are the same things that you do in your business and in your family. You figure out what works, you grind, you, you delay gratification, you do all the same things. So as you become a better hunter, you become a better man. And then, and then we all kind of agreed with what you've said and and what Amy said about men need adventure. They need challenge. They need hardship. They, they need to go out and have a little danger in their lives. And something we need. And and when men come back from those trips, not saying women don't either, but sometimes it's a little different men on, on the, in general, that's like something we crave. And by, by doing the hunting thing, I think it comes down another thing. And I talked about this in my talk this weekend is like, you know, community obviously for health, but men in general, just like you said, you know, they need that outlet. I think, I also think it comes down to respect. And what I notice in this community is that, um, and you can call it a stereotype or whatever you want to call it, but the women in this community have so much respect for their husbands. Like you just watch them. They, they're not yelling at their husband. Like there's none of that. And and you never see a husband disrespecting a wife. Like there's this um, mutual respect that is really unique. That's I feel true. like in today's world, like, and, and it's okay. Like this community, like the women want their men to be men and they respect that. And the men like are so respectful of their women. Like they, talk nice about him. They even say things like, my wife's so sexy. Like, you know, (laughs) and those are good things because it means like you're noticing your wife, you're respecting her. Um, It's just, and that's something that's come, I've had to come to learn in this, in in the world in general. It's it's usually you don't see that. And there's something about men's health where if a man is not respected in his own home and he's not respected by his wife, which I mean, Ryan and I went through this for a long time. I had the Livesey's on. I got yeah. some stories. Oh, oh yeah, they got even crazier stories than us. We look like Mormons <laughs> compared to them. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Yeah, it does. Um, you know, but like, I I think that um, I just I just think yeah. it's so enduring, and and uh, men need respect. And I see that because I talk to all these men, you know, a majority of the people that come to the Western Hunting Summit are men, but we're getting more and more women. We got lots of wives that came this year. It was great to see the family intermingling. And a lot of the couples that come, they're just so like solid. Yeah. And they're just calm. There's no fighting. There's no, and what you see is a growth. Like, I just want to share this quick story about the Elk Summit Mm -hmm. and Taylor and Matt. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have them on our podcast soon. But Taylor and Matt got married last year, but they've been together a really long time. And I had, we had no idea about Matt's story. Matt's come all every year or last three years. Every year, I think. Or at least three years. Three years mm-hmm. yeah. He comes from North Carolina, drives up here, comes to the summit. And he brought his wife this year. And they came. They did that elk Crazy hike, Ryan, that people do on the first day of 2000. <laughs> These poor guys. Just yeah. so elk, they know, things got a lot easier yeah. the following you two weekends. You elk guys and gals got the worst of it. <laughs> and so um, Taylor came from sea level. She'd been training for this, but nobody can train at sea level for something like this, fly in. And she got some muscle cramping because her electrolyte imbalance got off. And so luckily I'm up there. Dr. Corey's up there. Mm-hmm. It's great having an ER doc on your staff because he's just like asking simple questions, making sure it's nothing life-threatening. And okay, we need to get her down, out of elevation, get her in a bath, whatever. She felt so bad, you know, like she felt so bad that she screwed up this thing and, and like 
her husband, we needed him to come down with her because someone had to sleep with her just to make sure she was good through the night. And he came down and he was fine. Yeah. And like, he was so supportive of her. She felt really bad about it. But then she started telling us a story and then she showed me a picture of them like in 2018 or something. And we were like, what? Like, oh my gosh, I would have never recognized them. So he's lost over a hundred pounds. She's lost 70 pounds. And it's because he started watching your guys' films. And he was like, all right, I'm done. And he was basically sick in the hospital with a condition that was going to kill him if he didn't take care of himself. And so he started watching your guys' films. He started exercising. He started changing his life. He lost a bunch of weight. And now he's the dude that walks in the room and people are like, my cousin was here by marriage. He was here and he's like, I ran into that jacked up dude, you know, yeah. at Stone Glacier. <laughs> and I was like, who? And he's like, I don't know. He said he was coming here. It was a like, you know, he's got those jacked up Dude, arms. I and know. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it was Matt. I wouldn't have guessed that history having met him initially and hanging out. And it wasn't until we were on the hike and he started, we started talking. He started telling me the story yeah. and the story about his wife. And I, and I, it's just mad respect for people who are on that journey, made a change and move their lives in such a positive way from where they were. They made a decision and then they did it. Yep. And to have someone like Taylor came to us the last day and she just took Ryan and I aside and she just said, you know, this has changed our lives. He is changed. And I, she's like, you know, she was crying. I was crying. She's <laughs> like, just so you know, like, you know, keep doing this. Don't stop doing this because you are changing lives. And um, it's just those kinds of things. It is it The whole thing, though, is so antithetical to Ryan's normal nature <laughs> in terms of welcoming a whole bunch of people into a community that he's kind of leading in a way. And yeah, it's like, for sure. that's so not your mode of being. But I think it is. It's just that the world, if he were, if he were left to his own devices. If he was the the leader of a Native American tribe. (laughs) But you see how I've carved this out, Brian, because look, you don't see me up on stage very often. That's why I bring in these great educators. But what I do really enjoy is the one-on-one time. And that's why we have the itinerary we have, I'm able to grab a small group, very small group where it's Mm -hmm. comfortable for me. And I can talk and hang out with them, share camp life where I'm much more comfortable up there than in a classroom or in front of people. So it's kind of why it's it's evolved the way it has. Um, But, and I love to push folks to uncomfortable. Yes, you do. Physical (laughs) Yeah, and everybody, at least every every summit gets a dose of that, and we end up having to, you know, like... We adjust. We go by brain. And every year, I tell people, okay, this year, folks, here's the rules. Like, yeah. if you can't do this, you need to tell us, you know? But, I mean, I think just it's it's amazing for me to see the respect, the admiration, the love, um, the commonality of thought and... There's, you know, there's just none of the crap that's going on in the world right now is here. Yeah. And if you don't turn your phone on here, like we don't have service here. Like it's four days of people interested in each other mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just life changing for us. Well, so it's a that's why we for do people it. people to do it. It's a four it's days. A, a lot commitment. of people travel from all over the country yeah. to come here. And even by the last day after we feel like we've pushed them maybe even a little bit too hard. You know, for the first two events, um, I did a 4 a.m. hike. Mm-hmm. Meet me at on 4 a.m. <laughs> on the deck, and whoever's there, we're going to stomp up the hill, and we're going to grab this peak that's just 900 <laughs> feet up here. And we do that, and we get to the peak, and we're like, well, that was that was easy. It took us a little bit, a little bit of sweat, but how about we go grab another five miles before breakfast? So we did it twice, and at the first event, I think we had like 16 people Showed up at 4 a.m. with me and Barney, mm-hmm. and we stomped up that hill. We got the sun rise, and we got six and a half miles in before we started breakfast that morning. And we did it again on the next summit. Now we we took it easy on them this morning. We had a <laughs> we had a little different agenda with some rifle shooting, but um, it just goes to show you, like even on that last day after these guys have been through the ringers, like they've mm-hmm. been pushed, and they're still willing to do that. Um, lose a little sleep. 
and push themselves on Sunday morning before they take off. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just a fun, it's like weird. It's bittersweet for us because I mean, as you can imagine, Ryan's barely slept and I've, I feel I had got a head cold last weekend that mm-hmm. kind of trashed me for a little bit, but I mean, we are kind of sad when it's over. Right. Cause it's like, well, oh, you- everybody's leaving <laughs> and we don't want everybody to go. <laughs> You've developed bonds mm-hmm. and relationships. Uh, one of the questions I've got for you is when you guys started this, you came up with this idea, um, you know, what, what, what was the motivator? What, what sort of, made you take the steps and then now fast forward all these years later, looking in hindsight, what you envisioned it to be and what it actually is. How is that different? Cause I mean, when we started this, like Hill and I talked and we've talked this, we've told this story many times with train to hunt and the community we got, the relationships we built through that shared suffering with that group mm-hmm. and, you know, train to hunt kind of went away. And we wanted to do our own thing like that, where we still built these great relationships with people and grew this community. Um, Mm. You know, I think this hunting thing that we do, like Hill talked about, it's a, it, it builds good humans. Like people in this space are just, they're just better. I'll say it. They're just better. They're just better people. Just say it, no, just better say. people. No. Um, and so we have all these folks that are trying to be even better um, mm-hmm. with great families, and they're pushing themselves and they're doing these hard things. And in the end, we have a much bigger, better community overall in the hunting space. And I don't know how many people, different people we've had come through this thing at this point. It's been a Hundreds, lot. Yeah. Yep. It's been a lot. And, um, most folks walk away with just more inspiration, more drive, more motivation to go crush this thing. Yeah, we were, we're just doing. just saying goodbye, yeah. and and uh, we're having some conversations with some of the the people who were here this weekend as they were leaving, and they said some older dudes our age. They're like, "Look, I I watch your films for motivation yeah. because when I see." you old men (laughs) do these things and I'm your age. I realize I have a lot. Life's not over for me either. Like I can still have adventures. It's, it's, I got to work. I got to, I got to sacrifice. I got to, and I find the same thing. Like when I watch someone who's um, a gifted hunter, when I watch someone who's a gifted athlete, often I'm not watching them anymore to get knowledge as much as I'm watching them to inspire me mm-hmm. to, to get off my duff and work a little harder and push a little more. Right. Mm-hmm. And competition is so good because I like winning and you get here and you're here with a few other guys and they outperform you like on the archery course. And it's like, there's, you go home and it's like next year I want to spank that guy and I want to, <laughs> I want to beat this one and this one, you know? And so there's, it's like they shot a, it's a they, good visual. <laughs> they shot <laughs> Hillary would go there. Hey. You shoot right, a, I'm a doctor. <laughs> you shoot a mule deer. And it's like, hmm, I wonder if I can shoot a older, more awesome deer than that guy next year. There's an element of competition, which I think is good among your well, friends it's and again, your buddies. Too, it's a male thing. You know, you guys have that sort of built within you as that competi- comp- competitive. Whereas, like, but it's not know, a negative competition. No, it's, it's, no, you it's just need it. competition it's just makes it better. It's period. healthy. It, it pushes does. you. It's like a goal. You know, you have a goal, that competition of, okay, I got to beat this person next year. It's a goal. Yeah. And it, it creates that goal. You know, women are a little different. We're definitely competitive in, I think, a worse way. You know, mm-hmm. we see that. We have girls. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, girls are just mean to each other. They're so <laughs> competitive. But we were really lucky this weekend. You know, you brought your daughters. We had our daughters. We had um, a, a friend of mine from med school brought his daughter that was Paley's age. Um, and these girls took them, a, took them about 24 hours to start warming up to each other. But now we can't separate them. Now they're like watching movies together, mm-hmm. want to sleep in the same tents together. They're driving, you know, driving around together. They're, they're like bonding in, and it's just so cool to see that because it's hard to find good friends these days. Uh, it t- means a lot to me. Yeah. 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 We, we like absolutely, you know, love the fact that we, 
can trust everybody that comes to these and we consider people here family. And when we can see our children bonding with other people's children in a healthy way where the outside world is not putting the influence of all the BS on them, um, that right there is like by far the number one reason that we're doing this because we're all trying to raise better humans. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately in today's world, the, the the crap kids are exposed to, it's hard for them. Right. And they are constantly compounded. So to see these respectful young men and women come in here, shake your hand, look you in the eye. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Every single one of those kids came up to me today. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I just cooked them food and hung out with them and talked to them. They were all so appreciative, like she said, shaking hands. Like these are littles to to 15-year-olds. These are not the ages usually where you see that kind of respect. And I just just put that to their parents. All the guys that brought their kids this weekend, Mm -hmm. these are stellar parents. And that's what we want to do. And you know, it's hard being a parent. It's hard having children that aren't influenced by the world. It's hard being a kid. It is. You know, especially a young girl developing, growing into themselves, emotions, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's, um, there's nothing that makes me happier than to see my girls go out and meet new people, experience people, do some things that are hard, you know, a little bit hard. It wasn't that tough. Wound care but with enough. chickens. That was, <laughs> fun to, chicken. that was fun. to see them laughing and doing things that were in the real world and not. In a digital space. My my most favorite time of this whole thing is when I look out at dinner and everyone's on the deck. Everyone's in their little cliques, you know, because <laughs> the girls are there, the teenage boys. Yeah. We got, and what's nice though, it's not clicky in a competitive way. It's like everybody just finds a place to sit and everybody's laughing. Everybody's talking to each other. No phones are out. No selfies going on. Everybody is engaged with each other. Mm-hmm. And that is my favorite part. You really do get to have some one-on-one conversations here and there with people and you're just blown away by their story or their knowledge base. Like I sit here and I'm like, I have some experience, but I met a few guys this weekend. I'm like, you have some life experience. That's Mm -hmm. incredible. Like you're the sort of person I want to interview on a podcast and you are one of the guests, you know, Mm -hmm. not a speaker. And you run across that across the whole, the whole summit. You know, when you guys got this thing running, right, and you, you talked about community, you want to build community, it's, it's it's sort of like the train to hunt. You recognize the value in that. Jump ahead. Here we are today. What is uh, what is the part of this thing that has surprised you the most? Oh, that has surprised us the most. I you mean, just didn't I, see I, coming. I got to say, people coming back. It's like, I never expected. <laughs> You're like, they're going to get one taste of me and then they're gone forever. Well, I figured we'd <laughs> they make it hard enough. They got to come back to get anything out of Ryan. They wouldn't want to come back. <laughs> yeah. But it um, doesn't really matter what we throw at them. They tend to come back. So yeah. never, I mean, we have literally had people that have been to, what, four or five everyone. events. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Um, couples that have done that and they're coming back next year again. So... Um, it's just a testament. Yeah. That was never anything I expected for sure. That was the biggest shocker for me. What about you, Hillary? Um, I think the biggest shocker for me is just how amazingly open people are. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, just the amount of people that pull us aside and tell us their story, um, how grateful people are, you know, just that to me is like, you just, I mean, I'm not even that good. You know, I'm not good at like saying thank you to people. And mm-hmm. I always, you know, have you ever thought, thought I should write that person a letter? Right. <laughs> it was, they did what they did for me. It was so nice. And then like, I never do it because mm-hmm. I'm too busy. And it's like just having people come up to you, tell you their story, say, thank you so much. You changed my life. You're like Taylor telling us that story and how, you know, um, that to me is like. Meaningful. It just, it keeps reminding me that validation and, um, is validation and is so important for people like telling people they're important, what they're doing is important, that they have value in the world. And for Ryan and I, it's like, you know, outside of this, you know, we kind of have our lives like everyone else does. 
Yeah. And to have validation that what we're putting together is actually changing people's lives. Like for me, like that's all I need. Yeah. Yeah. I think the no cell phone thing is a big deal. Yeah. Like and it's, that's a, that's it's a, not often these days that the you, you get groups of this size get together and you don't see the phone just constantly yeah. checking and having conversation and constantly doing stuff on it. You can't do that here. Yeah. It's like, you need that. Everyone makes friends. Well, I'm looking forward to next year. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what you're going to do the next time you got plans. You're cooking them up. You're oh, going to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. But for folks that, uh, in the meantime, that want to know a little bit more about the summit, are you going to post some content up photos? You're going to put some, where can they go? We got, Great content this year, <laughs> which we've never been good at. Uh, a lot of good photos, yeah, a lot of good video clips. Um, there's gonna co- there's gonna be a lot coming from from this this year, this season. I think we, I good. think we nailed it with the folks we brought in. Brad was here, mm-hmm. you know. Brad's great. He was always walking around with the camera, grabbing cool stuff, and we got all the presentations filmed. And so, yeah, so we're I sending say, that out to everyone who attended, yeah, good. so they can go back and and pay attention. And we're going to gonna have presents. an online subscription where we're going to have access to all the talks from the past because we have the that yeah. we have those documents. I could sit and talks. watch those for hours myself, yeah, listen to so them while doing content. a long drive, all that yeah. stuff. But you can go to westernhuntingsummit.com and okay. get on the email list. If you want to come to a future one, I would suggest just getting curious. on there. Yeah, even if you're curious, because we don't send out a ton of emails. But when we launch the next one, which is going to be soon, actually, um, we like to sell it to people that are on the email list first. Well, we sell it to return attendees, and then we go to the email list because um, we might just sell it out that yeah. way. So get on the email list. That's probably the best way to get info. I, but we put stuff the on the website. The scary thing is like, I feel like uh, the next ones, we may see only new, uh, I know. Uh, older repeat folks because yeah. we've built this base of community mm-hmm. folks. And that's what happens with back, so. Sean and the uh, Total Archery Challenge um, ends up being people that were early adopters end up getting the first chance at – and you want to reward those people, but some people just got the memo a little late and you leave them out and it's tough. Yeah. But, yeah. but, um, yeah, I, um, you know, you guys might have to find a way to well, scale this thing up a little bit. So many like hunting weekends, we could just have more summit weekends, but no, yes. there's a very specific calendar June of when we month. can do yeah, it. June is the month. I'm with Ryan on this. You, you, you're well, out voting. After you do three weekends, I'm with You're you with too. us too. I'm with you too. <laughs> All right. Hi, folks. Well, thanks for tuning in. You can always check out the Hunt Harvest Health podcast, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Yep. You know Stealthy Hunter. Get on there. His Instagram. And uh, check out Stealthy Nutrition. CBD gummies, mm-hmm. the krill oil, the turmeric. That's kind of Ryan's trifecta. What else you got Our in there? Our electrolyte is going to be coming out in a packet. Nice. We need By that. Fall. That's way overdue. Yep. We'll E-charge. E-charge. Yep. And then uh, Stealthy Hunter rifle covers. And yeah. uh, glassing pads. pads. Yep. Saw a lot of those this weekend from guys showing up with their rifles. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All of those things. Support the show if you like it. If you love what Hillary and Ryan are doing, support them. Go there. Check that out. And use the code GRITTY because that helps Gritty out. And uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Gritty. Just huge thanks, thanks to everybody. Uh, and Thanks, Gritty. Thanks, <laughs> Gritty.